Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And it's been a while since we've been recording. So I'm super, super excited about this and to get started with one of my bezies being able to talk and help you guys make some cash online. And obviously we're allowed to talk about it now, aren't we? It's been so many podcasts that we've not been allowed to talk about it. Yeah. But this is the first one, obviously, where the announcements have been made. And congratulations, you're going to be a dad. I am. I have a baby girl on the way. We are about 18 weeks. Uh, my wife's 18 weeks pregnant. And so it is a little uh, artichoke at the moment uh, is the size of it. It's, I get, every week I get an update from a little app that says, um, uh, your baby is, you know, this type of fruit or this type of uh, vegetable or nuts or whatever. So like before it was like an artichoke or like a um, pistachio and then it turned into like a apricot and then like a uh i don't know all sorts of different fruits but now i know it's a artichoke and it she's sent me these little updates like it's it's move it's supposed to be moving and uh it's it's doing all these weird things in the in the belly so uh, i'm very excited i get to be a official stay-at-home dad and that is what today's podcast is about is how can you actually make money as a stay-at-home dad i know there are so many different resources out there for stay-at-home moms and now I want us to be a resource for those that are stay-at-home dads who really want to make money. We'll be going over all the different ways on how you can do that. And definitely check out our upcoming podcast because we'll be doing a deep dive on each of these topics. And obviously, we have all sorts of different resources previously that apply to anyone, not just stay-at-home dads. So I'm super excited. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. You have too many children. You have like, you have a child coming up too. Like we're going to be like yeah, so, uh, twins. Oh yeah. So based on the um, based on the fruit analogy, I think mine's either a watermelon or a fucking, the way Kirsty feels. I think he's a mountain. Um, <laughs> I, I say he. I don't know whether it's a boy or a girl. We're not finding. Oh, out you don't know time. yet. No, not finding out. We found out the first two, not not the last two. Um, we're all organised. We've got the, well, I'd say we're all organised. The house doesn't look it, but we've got everything. We've got the car seats. We've got the prams. We've got this. We've got that. Like we've got boxes and boxes of clothes left from the other kids. So yeah. it's like. I don't really like when we were younger. Like I'm, I had my first kid at 23. Um, so I was like, I wanted to be organized and like bang, bang, bang. I had everything. I knew it was a boy. It was like, right, perfect. Let's go. Um, and I was only 25 when I had my second. So it was like, I wanted to still be a little bit organized because, like, but now it's like, we've got everything. Like, it's just you got those, you got those uh, super swimmers, apparently. I mean, it's ridiculous. I think it's the house because obviously, <gasps> as you know, we've just had, we've miscounted, but it's now 15 bunnies. So we've got 15 oh, little bunnies geez. in the last week. Um, yeah. So it must be the house. It must be the order around me. I don't know. But yeah, oh my God, kids and babies just flock to us. It's ridiculous. So we need to make a hell of a lot of cash because <laughs> we've got <laughs> that many kids. Well, um, you, but you have the bunnies to now offset that. Yes, yeah, fifty pound a bunny. Um, yeah, I think I'm due for about seven hundred quid once I get rid of them all, which is like basically a month, month, month mortgage, which is good. Um, seven hundred dollars for a mortgage. Um, no, seven. Well, 
seven hundred pound, like between seven hundred and nine hundred pound for a mortgage. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> so that puts it at like what mortgage rate between? I'd probably say between nine and one three ish, based on the ex- exchange rate. Um, Do you want to know how much our mortgage is? And I put thirty five down. Oh God, that's with property tax too. I think we pay about 3.2, 3,200 a month. So that's what the hell? Yeah. yeah. So you need some rabbits as well. Do you want me to send you some rabbits? They probably die before they get here, but I'd, uh, I, yeah, I'd, they're expensive. Oh, yeah. Damn. So basically, with these high mortgages, and my mortgage has just gone up because of interest rates yeah. um, and locking in. So yeah, my mortgage has just gone up. Um, What's your mortgage interest rate at? I had it written down on the board. Um, I think it doesn't matter. We're going to be talking about how you guys can make money on doing being stay-at-home dads so that you can easily afford your mortgage and interest rates won't matter. So let's get into the juicy, juicy details. So. There are four we're going to go over over the next few days. So definitely subscribe to the podcast so that you guys can keep up to date with all the time-sensitive material. It's, well, this one's not time-sensitive. All of this is evergreen content. So, But if you're someone who constantly likes to learn and push themselves and better for their family and really wants to put their lives and take their lives to that next level, then you definitely want to stay tuned. The first one we have is writing blogs. Can you actually make money writing with a blog, Brian? No, no, I'm only messing. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Um, there's people that literally do this full time, and I think it's, I think it's insane. Like it's really, and I don't think it's ever going to go away. Even with the likes of ChatGPT and all these like writing tools, I don't think blogs ever going to go away because, like, when you look at learning styles, some people are auditory, some are like right. visual, some people are readers, some people watch videos. Like, it's never going to go away because. Like there's a certain part of the population who read their information to learn. And it's absolutely insane, like the different the different monetary things that you can make from blogging. Now, you put a post up the other day inside our cash flow community, was it? About yeah. making some money from blogs. And I thought that was awesome. It inspired a lot of the students, which was really good. Like, talk me high level. Like, how are you making your money from your blogs? So, uh, and if you guys want to go back a few podcasts, well, not a few podcasts, a few months ago, because we've done what probably over, well over a hundred podcasts, I know for sure. But we had a guest on, uh, Chris, and he did does blogging. That's what he does. So he essentially finds a particular niche, will write about it, hire writers to create the content, and then turn around. And once it gets enough traffic, he would sell it or flip it. He would also then buy uh, blogs and see that it's getting, it has a good base based on his own analysis. And he would then add on top of it, kind of like just flipping a house, right? Like you, maybe you buy a house, it's the cap, uh, dilapidated. Maybe you find a blog that's dilapidated and now you put in uh, value add and you add to that house, you repair it, you 
you put in new cabinets and bathrooms and kitchens and through blowouts and walls and you increase the living quarters and blah, 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 blah. Same thing with blog. You add more content, you add more backlinks, you get more internal linking, you add affiliate links, you get more traffic, it ranks higher. And so you're doing all this value add. But that's That could be really hard if you're especially new to SEO. So for me, I'm I'm actually I haven't told Brian this. Um, actually, I think I kind of was talking about it earlier yesterday. But I'm actually uh, I have my blog, uh, The Money Friends, and I have uh, Living Off the Grid, and both of those I pay monthly subscriptions to to uh, write articles on, and I use um, uh, a Zimwriter, and it's my ChatGPT tool essentially that. Uh, prints out amazing content and they just did an amazing update. But with that said, I've had people that have said, Hey, if you put a backlink to me, we'll give you this uh, software that will grab email addresses from LinkedIn profiles and you can essentially scrape them or do cold outreach. And that tool is worth $3,000 a year. And so essentially I'm getting paid $3,000 a year just to have a one link in that, uh, in that, blog article. But for me, I find that it is a slow burn and the amount of content I need to create to make even a dent in uh, the income with blogging is very, very, uh, very, very minimal. It takes a lot of effort and SEO and uh, a lot of work. Lately, I've been, so to, to kind of round that point out, I'm actually shutting down my website with blogging, living off the grid, and stop paying for the um, monthly subscription for WordPress, the hosting, the themes, uh, the plugins that I need, all these different things that I need to actually make money with uh, a blog. And instead, I'm writing on Medium, which is a, another platform that is like blogging, but they have obviously, there is a very high ranking website. So they have their own traffic. They already have the traffic there. So now I'm just putting out content. And each article that I've been writing is earning me about $5 to $15 to $20 per article. Uh, and that's just from writing a three to five minute article. And the reason why is because I'm a partner with them and to become partner status, it's very, very easy. You need a hundred followers and one article written. That's all the requirements is to get paid on Medium. And so I thought, why am I writing 30 articles a week to get zero money and maybe some uh, ad revenue and traffic and then Facebook or media or Google, I mean, decides to change the algorithm and then I lose all my uh, keywords essentially, or do I just write engaging content like I would on Facebook, but on medium and get paid for it instantly. And so I decided I'm going to just do it on medium and get paid instantly. And so that is one way you can make, I mean, I literally like, it's not a lot to be honest. Uh, I think I've been making, I just started probably this month making decent money. And by decent, I mean like 60 bucks so far in a couple of days, like in two weeks. And I'm going to continuously add that. But if you think about this for a second, 
I'm just writing and getting paid to write. That doesn't include the links I have in there for affiliate marketing to when someone buys a particular, uh, because my content did so well and someone decides to buy something and click on my link and then actually go buy that product, then I'm getting paid on top of that. And that leads us into the next topic, which is affiliate marketing. What do you think about it, Brian? So affiliate marketing is actually one of my favorites. Um, it's so such a great way to to make cash with the low barrier to entry. It does really help, doesn't it? So, and it's just like we promote everything. We promote so much, like even without realizing it. Like if you go to a bar that you like, you'll tell your friends. If you go to a restaurant you like with the missus, you'll tell that sort of, that sort of life. Obviously. Obviously, we're going and we're buying football boots and stuff like that because Ollie's now into football and like, oh, these boots are really good. And then you go tell other parents and they go buy them. And it's like all of those things, like you could get paid for in affiliate marketing. And I mean, like every single bit of it. Um, so it's it's really handy to even just by you naturally sell for other people by having a good product or experiencing a good product. But why the hell would you not get paid for that? Like, if you are going to recommend something, if you are going to, like, why the hell aren't you getting paid for that? And affiliate marketing, literally, if you don't know what it is, um, this must be your first episode of the podcast, and that's okay. Welcome. Uh, But affiliate marketing is literally, you are the middle person between someone looking for a product, you recommending a product, and then the business getting a sale, and you get a commission from that. And it's like, it's that simple. You don't have to handle any back office stuff you don't hand, handle any operations for filming anything like that it's fine it's it's done by the business owner and you just get a cut of the sale and i think that's obviously it's such a great one concept two easier way to make money and i say easier because it's, it's still not 100 percent easy is it making money online or affiliate marketing in general you've got to put some work in success is a debt paid up front so you have to put some work in um, so even though like what Brandon's talking about blogging or spoke about blogging about a way to make money online, I'm actually now talking about affiliate marketing and there's another couple to go. All of these require work up from like, you're not just going to turn up one day, go, I'm an affiliate marketer. Give me $1,000. It doesn't work like that. You have to put some effort in and we will not tell you it's the like, Oh, it's just like, yeah, whatever. You'll just make tons and tons of money with no effort. We're not that type of marketer and we're not that type of human. So we're going to be real with you. You have to put some effort into affiliate marketing. But whether you choose, like, for instance, going off the blog scenario, you can make a lot of affiliate commissions if you were recommending golf products or recommending tech stuff. Like there's affiliate programs for virtually everything. Like if you wanted to recommend laptops or make money online or software, there's loads. So there's so many different opportunities. You just need to find something you like and you like talking about. And then from there, go ahead and find some affiliate programs, et cetera, and then go and promote that product. And you can you don't have to spam your friends and family because every time I talk to someone who's brand new, they're like, oh, I don't want to pitch my friends and family. Good, because they're the worst people to sell to anyway. Go and sell to complete strangers yeah, because they're the people who want to buy because they're the people who are looking for that product. So I don't want to sell to friends and family. No, neither do I. I literally don't talk to my friends and family about it. It's pointless. Okay. They're just not in that world. So why would I have that conversation with someone who's not in that world and try and convince them to be in that world? Go find strangers who are in or who are looking for what you want to sell. Go sell it and make some money. I sold my friends and family. I uh just yesterday actually I um 
was working out with my brother-in-law and uh, he was like, Hey dude, what I'm having trouble sleeping. Uh, I, I know you talked about like this uh, entrepreneur stack of sleep medicine that you heard on Joe Rogan. Uh, like, what was that? And I've been using it, the, this three, it's like magnesium and these two other words I can't pronounce. And uh, I, I told him and I showed him the bottles. He's like, can you like send me that, like a picture of it or whatever? And I was like, I'll just send you the link. And uh, I have it in my cart on Amazon. And on Amazon, they have uh, influencer marketing or they have Amazon affiliates. And so I just sent him my uh, Amazon storefront essentially, and he purchased it. And so like that's affiliate marketing is when someone asks you for something, you provide a solution for them. And it's really that easy. I a hundred percent agree with Brian um, that you should not sell to your friends and family. It's just not a good thing to do um, because like you usually don't mix business with family in, in most uh, instances, but with Amazon, if anybody, you, everyone should be an Amazon affiliate because uh, if any of your friends are like, or family are like, Hey man, like, uh, do you have like, what's the barbecue you have in your backyard? Um, it's like a really good grill. Like, how do I get that? Um, where did you buy that from? Oh, oh, I bought it from Amazon and here's the link. And then you get a commission off of that. So like everything that you buy off Amazon, you can literally just uh, share it with your friends and family too, if that's what you want to do. But there's so many different affiliate programs out there. Find, like Brian said, find the one that you love talking about every single day. Am I going to talk about sleeping pills and not sleeping pills, but um, vitamins and minerals to help improve my sleep every day? No, it's boring as fuck. But I have an Amazon link that I can send to them and uh, still get paid on it. So that leads us into the third topic, which is YouTube. Because if you like talking about it and you like going on video or maybe faceless video, but I think, think YouTube's actually cracking down on monetized no face channels so be mindful of that wow, um, know that. but if you love talking on yeah check that out um if you love talking on video you want to build a tribe and influence uh then you need to be on youtube that's a, a great platform i was just talking in our capsule community and in our free five-day affiliate kickstarter challenge on how i've been able to make a thousand dollars actually $1,135 plus affiliate commissions just from one video. And that was a video from two years ago. It's maybe a thousand and it keeps adding. And I've made even more from the affiliate links with inside. So if you combine all three of these things, medium, affiliate marketing, YouTube, you pretty much have an ecosystem of a cash flow machine. And again, if you really want to go deep on this, you definitely want to subscribe to the channel because we're going to go deep on the next few episodes. And we still have one more topic to talk about. But what are your top thoughts on YouTube? Do you find that it's a good avenue to make money on? Do you feel that it's a great way to incorporate affiliate marketing with it while getting paid ad revenue or what? Well, I'm not even monetized on YouTube yet. Um, and I still think it's an insane way to make money like online. Like, as you say, by recording those videos, talking about stuff that you absolutely love. So I make all my money from either coaching sales or affiliate sales on YouTube. And yet 
like when someone watches my channel and then either books a call or buys a program, they're literally they're the quickest people to close because they've been searching, they've yeah. been found, they've stumbled across the video, they've watched a couple of videos, and they've bought. And that's all without me having to do any work after that video. After that video is up, the compounding effect of that YouTube algorithm is insane. Which means, like you could, as Brandon said, you could put a video out in years in in years times, like a couple of years time. You can still be making money off it through ad revenue once your channel's monetized from affiliate links, from people booking calls or people joining your programs or like going elsewhere to build your influence. There's so many different ways to monetize on YouTube. And because they get like, they get to see you, they get to feel you, like it really, really helps from it and no like a trust perspective, which means if they do consume your content and watch your stuff, it's so much easier to convert them from youtube to me youtube is the best platform and i am i am really sorry i didn't start youtube earlier when i should have done back in 2019 yeah i mean it's definitely a good way to make money uh people are more people are more visual learners uh than anything uh, obviously and kinetic uh so both of those things i mean i think learn is through repetition but uh if you were able to you have to think like Google and it's the search intent, right? So Google and YouTube are more uh, search intent focused. You're looking for a particular problem to be solved and you search on Google for it. You're not going to be searching on Facebook for a solution. You're going to be searching on, you're not going to be searching on Instagram for a solution or TikTok. All those are more for um, destructive marketing. They're trying to, you're trying to, get them to stop their scrolling to watch whatever content you're creating. And so that leads us, I mean, and we're going to go deeper on this in the next couple uh, days here. So I think that's three days from now. So definitely check that out. And if you think about, I've been doing actually all three of these. So I've been taking my medium, I've been adding affiliate links to it while adding my YouTube channel video on it. And so I get all, I grow all three at once and so every post I make, I'm getting views, I'm getting subscribers, I'm getting paid because people are viewing that Medium article. And if they click my affiliate link, I get paid on that too. So it's like the trifecta of making money. And that leads us into something boring, which is the sharing economy. Because if you're working from home, you probably don't need your car and it's probably just sitting there. And for me, uh, I just rent out my cars. I have uh, bought one car. And I've been using it on renting it out through an app called Toro. Uh, there's other ones called Right. There's called uh, Hire Car, and there's all sorts of different ones. I know they have Toro in the UK, they have Toro in uh, Australia, and a few other countries. So definitely check out if there is a uh, app that is similar, or use that app yourself. But uh, for me, I've been buying. I bought one car, and I've been having it on Toro by itself for the last two years. At the beginning of this year, I bought a second car and that car has been rented out full time. And now I just told my wife, I'm like, hey, all these people keep hitting me up for my car. I need a third car. And finally, she said yes. She and said yes. So I'm going to get, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, because uh, the, the, the issue is, and I totally get it, it's because we live in an HOA and our area is nice. We live in a upscale neighborhood and having three Priuses just sitting on the street 
that's weird. And you want like all these cars on the street, especially if everyone did that and the car or whole parking place would be, uh, thing. and I think it's kind of against our HOA to kind of uh, run a business as a car rental business, essentially using the public street as your parking lot. Um, so it's kind of uh, also disrespectful to my neighbors, but it gives a fuck. So they're always rented out. So I don't have that problem. So that's what her concern was. Um, and so now she's seen that they're rented out all the time. So she finally said yes. And so, and a bunch of people have been messaging me through the app being like, Hey, Brandon, do you have your car rented? Because I can't find it. And I want to rent from you before I go look for another car. And so now I'm going to get a third car and use, uh, those as just more income producing assets. So if you are not using a car and you are a stay at home dad, then you might want to look at Toro or hire a car, put it on these uh, sharing economy apps and start making money from it. Absolutely love it. And I think, as you say, like, because if we're, if you're using the first three, as you build that up and get the opportunity to quit your job through blogging, YouTube and affiliate marketing, then you are at home. So you've got a car that you probably only use Hardly ever. Like mine literally just sits there. It doesn't do nothing. I probably use it. I'm looking at it now like once a month. Um, but we can't get much traffic because we live in a little village. And so that's a I would be mindful. I would try it because I have a buddy who actually is in our cash flow community, did a training. We did a uh full training on this in our cash flow community. So if you guys are part of that, you can definitely learn about exactly how he did this and how we do this with our car. Um, but he lives in a tiny little village. I think they have a small little airport that goes to one area and there's not much car rentals in that area. So he gets to charge a premium mm-hmm. and in doing so low supply, high demand. And so he gets to, he charges, he has a Prius too. And I think he, char- I charge like 35 to $50 uh, a day. He charges like 60 to $90 a day. Plus he talked to uh, the airport and he's like, if I, I know there's not a lot of uh, car rental companies or shuttle, shuttle, shuttle vans around. If I bought one, would you guys contract me out? And I said, yes. And so now he's making five, six, seven grand, I think, from his cars with very little effort. And he lives in a shitty, not shitty, a remote area that's uh, like out in the boondocks. So do not knock the, do not knock it until you try it, Mr. Brian Mills. Yes, a oh, boss. I might need a nicer car then. Because um, the missus drives home in a nice one. Priuses. Oh, I mean, three- I'm not even going to show you what I've got out there. <laughs> it's like an Astro estate. Um, it's just because it's the runaround car well as in like my car if I ever need one and I don't need one yeah. <laughs> um, I'll leave it with the Q7 the lucky sod <laughs> but yeah okay cool so we've covered sharing economy because you're now working from home you can rent out your car um, then obviously we've covered affiliate marketing YouTube and blogging guys as Brandon said definitely remember to subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel depending on where you're watching this because the next three episodes four episodes mm-hmm. the next four episodes are going to be all each one of these in depth so you don't want to go anywhere if you want to know more about all of this 100% like comment subscribe and listen out for the next episode peace